I'm Josh Tull. I'm Brett Roberts. And I'm Stephen Heavenstreet. Welcome to Hapticast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast episode four. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about video games and other things that tickle our dills. We're joined by Stephen Heavenstreet, our very good friend. And now permanent co-host that we love, guest extra amazing person. Thanks for having me back. That's the official title. I gotta get it. I gotta get gotta it. Get official nameplate, name, name yeah. tag. We should fucking get nameplates, right? And put that special guest that we love, Stephen Hemstreet, good extra co-host forever. All right. Hello, <laughs> my name is all that. I'd wear it with pride in public. In public. In public. Yeah. So we'll wear it. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> People know who they're messing with. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. <Damn. laughs> Alright, let us start, as we always do, by speaking about the games that we're playing. I'll go. Alright. So, i um, been primarily playing the Uncharted collection on PS4. Josh's uh, favorite franchise, I know. but So, I'm starting with the first one, Among Thieves. Um, probably about halfway through at this point, a little more, I think 60% or so. Damn. And, you know, I'm enjoying with what I'm seeing so far. I know the... Two and three are obviously the more highly regarded ones. Yeah, definitely. Two but, especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and I see, like, you can tell it's like a game from 2007, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some of the controls are kind of janky, but um, I think Bluepoint did an excellent job with that, and I got it for, like, $32, um, and I believe on Amazon it's on 32 it's 32 bucks right now, which I didn't buy it from Amazon, but it's that same price, so okay. I think it's a great, you get great value for it, especially definitely. if you... If you're like on, if you're on the fence, I would suggest checking out for any PS4 owners. So, do you see my old gripes though, like that I said before, with the story of it and how it's written? Um, I Where, guess I guess it's it is like a cheesy action movie. Like it's, I guess you could say it's has parallels with Indiana Jones, but not as yeah. good. But I mean, you'll and you'll see it more when you play two and three. They obviously they have better stories, but it's still. Get back to me once you yeah. once you once you're like actually done. You see the the fucking the jizz. Mm-hmm. All right, come yeah. back to me when you see the jizz. Yeah. I feel like the fourth one, like with the dialogue choices, maybe yeah, there's a different twist on it. It's different. I think three no three was like that was the Amy Hennig team, right? And the other Some fucking the other guys, on my sleeve. Neil Druckmann and yeah. Bruce Straley did Last of Us, so mm-hmm. it's them doing this Uncharted. And I guess Amy Hennig did one and two. I don't really know, but I think so. If yeah. it's like different writers, maybe it'll have a slightly different tone. I don't really know, but but if you're enjoying it, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And so that's what I've been primarily playing. I think last time since I was on, I started Persona Four on Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, How far? Only a couple hours, regrettably. Okay. But but the time of recording was the Northeast is supposed to get a major snowstorm. Oh shit! I forgot. One to two feet, and if the power goes out, I got my Vita there. Ooh, nice yeah. and charged up. Yeah, sing. Sink some time into yeah. Persona. Mother Nature is about to drop her load on us. Yeah. That's going to be a good game to play in the snowstorm. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Especially since when I... it has a snowstorm in it later if you get far enough. Oh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat the whole game. I'm going <laughs> to at least try to. <laughs> yeah, fucking plug myself into it. Yeah. Plug myself in, dude. Fucking <laughs> stay charged up. Anyway. And on 3DS, i um, been playing this little indie puzzle game called Box Boy. You were telling, you were telling me about And this. that's really fun. And I'm not going to... Uh, the basic synopsis of the game, it's like, here's a little box boy, mm-hmm. shaped like yeah. a box, and every level you get a certain amount of boxes to like kind of draw your path out, 
yeah. to like get to different platforms or like cross different obstacles. And there's a lim- there's a total set of boxes you can kind of spawn throughout the whole level. And levels are pretty short, and it's only like three fifty or something to pay for in the eShop. So mm-hmm. that's really good. And they just announced a sequel for Japan, so I hope it comes here because I would totally get it. It's good. Nice. And yeah, that's what I've been playing. Sounds good. Bert? I've been playing uh, Shadows of the Damned on PS3, trying to get that Platinum Trophy. Still? Yeah, I mean, it's a game that I just pick up and play when I'm bored. Like, it's I can go back and play that game over and over again. So. What do you need to do to get the Platinum? I've gotten every trophy except beat the game on medium and easy difficulty. I've beaten the game on hard. Wow. And so I've gotten... it's literally just oh, timed. The trophies yeah. didn't stack no. now? Damn, but that's I, like, stupid. My first playthrough on PS3, I played it on hard, which mm-hmm. is like, the hardest difficulty at that point. Um, and I unlocked, or I got every single trophy you can get. Every single one on the hardest difficulty. Uh, so now I just got to get beat it on easy, beat it on medium. So it's just time sync now. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. You got to beat the game so many times. <clears throat> Haven't you said that's like your favorite game ever? It's one of my favorite games of or the I'll PlayStation play. generation. Yeah, PlayStation mm-hmm. 3. I mean PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I've been playing Rocket League. I've been playing Hardware Rivals. I don't really... My repertoire of games is kind of shrinking right now. I'm waiting for the big ones to come out, like Firewatch. Uh, comes out next, next week that's or two weeks. Dying Light the following comes out. I did pop that back in my console uh, last week. Dying Light? Yeah. And I uh, tried to familiarize myself with the controls. Some dude joined my game at night as a zombie, and it was spooky. Yeah, that game, it's fucking intense yeah. shit at night. And Zombies is beaten to a pulp at this point, but I mean, they we, nailed su- it. we sucked that game up before. Yeah. But, like, Dying Light is a fucking good-ass game. They and it's, it. I was fucking scared when I played that game at night, and I was like, shit, I don't yeah. want to fucking be out here. Anyone that doesn't have it yet, the enhanced version comes out the same day as the DLC, mm-hmm. so buy that. Did the DLC yeah, go back I up in price? The the season pass is up to thirty dollars now. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you, get the, you can get the version of the game uh, with the following. It's called, I think it's called the uh, what is it? Expanded edition or something? Enhanced, enhanced edition. edition. Enhanced, yeah. And that's coming out. Now, can you play with more than two people? Do you know, or is it just co-op? I think it's four people. Four people. I think so. Right. P, uh, PC just announced their modding tools, and you're going to be able to uh, the official modding tools. Mm-hmm. And they're going to allow player versus player combat. Wow. And custom maps for a co-op. So That'll be cool. Any word of that finds its way on console? Not it. I mean, Fallout 4 is probably the first game I've heard of mods coming to consoles. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but no. That's it. I've been playing, again, Rocket League. Trying to get veteran. Just fucking... It takes forever. It does. Especially when you have teammates that fuck you over and over and over again. Constantly. I know your feel. I'm there with you. Every, every time. time. I'm there with you every, every time. time. I know. But besides that, again, Harvard Rivals a little bit. I, the game is fucking pissing me off with this matchmaking. It's still like, yeah. we can get to a game, but God, it doesn't... What the fuck, dude? It doesn't put you in a lobby. It says that you can't join a party with a friend because you're already in a party, like on PSN. Yeah, let me explain. So and then... It, like, basically it detects that we're in a voice party. Yeah. And it says that we're in a party in the game. But when we try to join matches, it doesn't put us together, even though we're in a party. Yeah. And when I try to invite Josh to a game, it'll say, you can't invite Josh. He's already in your party. Yeah. So when you join a game, it's supposed to send an invite to the friend, but now it's not even doing that. Like, the patches that they put out have made the matchmaking worse. So join session in progress is pretty much the only way to play. Was and then that puts me on a different team than Josh. Wasn't this made by Sony? It was published by Sony. Yeah. It's, 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 a a computer re- it's like a remake of a PS2 game called Hard right. Whale. Hard Whale. Hard whale rivals. Hardware something. It's kind of like Star Wall, but yeah. you know, it's whales with hard peens instead of fucking <laughs> dills in their head. Hard peen rivals. Alright. Um, but, besides that, I played a very unique and 
special game to me now. Um, that Dragon Cancer. I don't know if you've heard of that. I have heard of it, yeah. That game was sad as shit, number one. But it was it was such a unique experience. Like, I've never... It, it's The gameplay is really hard to describe. There is, like, a... There's, like, mini games in it at some points. And then also, most of the time, it's, like, walking around and, like, exploring and, like, discovering things through stuff that you think happened, like, in the past or whatever. And then there's some portions of it where, like... For example, the one time I was in the doctor's office, and I'm sorry, I should explain the premise first, is that it's about this couple whose baby has cancer, cancer and the kid's going to die. And you know the kid's going to die from the beginning. Um, and it's made by a husband and a wife team. I don't know their name off the top of my head. but Did their child die? Yeah, in real life. And so they made this game based off mm-hmm. of that. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, and you explore these things, and just for example, the one time they were in the doctor's office getting the news about how long the kid had to live, and there's dialogue options for each character, but you can only hear, like, portions of it when you, like, select that character. So they had, um, I don't know how to describe it. You know the fucking, like, Speaking the say. fucking Winnie the Pooh thing that we played with at your Speaking house where it has, like, the different say. things? And, like, yeah. you pull it and then it fucking does, like, the fucking yeah. duck sound or the fucking the whatever sound. And it was like that, but with everybody. And then it also had, like, a time thing, so, like, you could go to different portions of the conversation. And it was unique, and it kind of... It hit home with me, not that I was super close to her, but um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, died of lung cancer, and I remember, like, being there when she was dying. Like, I was much younger, but I remember, like, being there, like, when she died. And, like, that was, like, as a kid, like, I didn't understand it, so I didn't really, like, get that until I got older. But then playing that game, it, like, it made me appreciate it more, like, what it was trying to do. Yeah. So, it's a special game. I think people should play it. It was a really unique, great experience. It only took me, like, maybe two, two and a half hours. Okay. So... It's nice. It's on. It was on sale on Steam. I don't know if it is anymore, but it's twenty bucks. It's worth it. Another game that you've been playing, or you you did play, we beat it together. Emily is away. Oh shit! That was yeah. another really good storytelling game. That yeah, and we have some let's plays up. Um, one let's play of it now at this point. This will probably be up before the next let's play. Probably. Um, but yeah, so check it out. And that game is fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you have watched it yet, but I mean, Brad and I were fucking invested into that. That was like. Yeah. It was a good game. It, yeah. It really puts you into this character. Like, they, they make you feel like Emily really is your friend. And yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but we kind of had this idea of what the game was about, and it wasn't that at all. Yeah. We thought the game was like, do this. And we were like, we're going to do this. And then it was like, that's not what you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's different when you're in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like, whereas that's a good example where the subject matter isn't too heavy, but they, and I think it being a text-based game helps with it because it's much more intimate. You have to read it and, like, you get more invested, I feel. It's not a very heavy subject matter, but still, when stuff happens in the game, you're either, like, really excited or, like, well, fuck. And so. Another cool thing about it was, like, the certain times when you would pick an option and your character would change what you were going yeah. to say. Because he didn't agree with it for a second. Yeah. So you'd pick, like... This isn't really in the game, but you'd pick, like, I love you. And it would he would be, like, nervous, and he would change it to, I like you, or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he would go back on his word, if you will. And I, we were like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Stop. Like, don't change it. But, yeah, he does. So That was fun. That was a fantastic experience. And that's more what I'm into right now. Like, I don't want a AAA experience right now. I'm more into, like, things like that, Dragon Cancer and um, Her Story on PC. Um, which that was really unique. That was just one it's a unique game storytelling awards. experience. Yeah. And Emily is away. Whereas games are nowhere near complicated in their um, 
design or presence or the systems gameplay. and everything. Yeah, but it's really unique experiences that are really like give some great, amazing moments. I mean, seriously, Emily's Way is one of the best games that I've played. Like, I didn't expect for us to finish the whole game in one sitting. Yeah, it took us play. like what about an hour? Yeah, it took like an hour. Yeah, but seriously, if we would have played that last year, that would have been up there for one of my games of the year. And I don't know when it came out. I guess it did come out sometime last year. It's free on Steam. Yeah, it so is free on Steam. So you should definitely get it. And it can run on like it'll it'll run on your. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I imagine most most things could, but. Oh yeah, that's right. You have the good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a Mac game. That's most important. Yeah. It could just be Windows only. So yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I think it is Mac. I think you're right. But yeah, so that's not a point. That Dragon Cancer. Game Oxen check it out. I heard was a big hit on PC too. Oh yeah, Oxen it's like a horror game. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. I don't know if it's as much storytelling. I don't really know anything about it. I'm sure it's kind of a cartoony art style of horror game. Getting solid eights across the board. I've seen hmm. so, and it's going to be on. I think right now it's Xbox One and PC, but it'll be out on PS4 next yeah. month. I thought I heard so. Um, I actually watched someone play it a little bit. I don't know too much about it, but from what I saw, it was like four, four to six characters, and they were on a mountain. And it's the camera is very far back. It's like a side scroll yes game kind of. Like they present the whole area you're in on one screen. It's not like a scroll. So it's not really side scrolling, but and you see all the characters on the screen at once, and like it's like dialogue options, and. Uh, for example, he like pissed this one character off, this girl, who I think he was trying to get with. And when they all took a group photo, like it's like, all right, everyone get in the picture because they're at this mountain or something. They want to take a picture. And in the game, you see the guy pull out. It's like eight bit characters, kind of like not not like very detailed characters, but they, you can see he pulls out a camera and he takes the picture. And you don't really get anything out of it because it's so the graphics aren't there. But then you go in your settings and you pull up the photo, and that's where the story comes to life because then you see this beautifully drawn image of all the characters in their like full glory and you see that the one girl who you just pissed off is like away from you in the picture like she's not interested Mm. in you know what I mean like you couldn't see that until you check the photo afterwards Mm. and you see her like shying away from you rather than being on you yeah so it seems like a really cool experience I might check it out because that's what I'm into right now and Firewatch is going to be like the same thing I think where yeah, and I've been hearing a lot about Layers of Fear, which is also coming to PlayStation yeah. 4. They just confirmed. So. You excited for Firewatch, Steven? Yes. <laughs> Brett and I talked it about good. it last week. Um, was it last week? Yeah. I think it was last week. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That. I want that game now. It's going to be good, boss. It's shaping up. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's move into our topics for today. Our main topic, if you will, just because there's a lot of substance to it, a lot of fucking meat. Destiny. I want to talk about mm-hmm. something before we get to the main point why I'm bringing up Destiny. But Destiny, the last big thing, like, well, if you can call it big, supplemental DLC that they had was the um, the October Festival of fucking cunts. What was it called? I don't know. It was just the Festival of... Ghouls? No. Pools? Well, it was like, instead Beer? of it being Halloween, if they had, like, the candy and, like, you know, the, right. the trick-or-treating. Festival of the Lost? I don't remember. Something stupid. I played the hell out of it, though. Did you get all the masks? Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. And then they had the Sparrow Racing League. That was, listen. That was last month, right? Yeah, yeah I don't care what December. anyone says. Sparrow Racing was awesome. Did you even play it after, like, that two times that we played it? Yeah, one more time. <laughs> no, I played it more than you. I played it in, oh, set, in sittings. Three times. I, mean, I played okay. it, like, two or three sittings. Um, it was fun, dude. And then now they announced a Valentine's Day did they, patch. Did they put out that out? I think it is. Is it already out? Ah. I don't know. I would assume so. If it's not, it will be soon. 
So they're doing a Valentine's Day thing. Okay. I don't want to fucking. It's a substantial Valentine's Day thing, though. They, yeah. They changed the whole look of the tower again. But the main. One of the main reasons brings up bringing up Destiny is that they don't have a clear schedule. They haven't released a clear schedule for any more DLC, which is fine if they're not doing that because they said that they were going to do two smaller ones, which was House of Wolves and the other one. House of Wolves and, dude, you should have, like, totally asked Protozans? No, that was a fucking rave. It was uh, House of Wolves and... What the fuck was it called? Are you doing this right now? Are you really going to do this right now? I can't remember what it was called. It was involving Grota. House of Wolves and fucking... Dill's a million. I don't... I have the article up on here. The Dark Below? Dark Below. That's it. House of Wolves, Dark Below, and then they did the big one, which was the Taken King, which was standalone game. Whatever. Taken King was good, though. It was a standalone game. That's what they were trying to sell it as. They repurposed it. Yes. But every Um, game is doing that now. Yeah. Um, But now... Apparently, and this is uh, a lot of speculation. I bring up is from a Kotaku article by um, I don't know. Do you remember his name? Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier. Um, so most of it is speculation, um, and then from his sources. So if there's something that I'm saying that comes from Kotaku, it's whatever that journalist source was. Um, apparently, uh, Bungie has been hinting at a larger DLC for Destiny One. For Destiny One, because. Um, internally, Destiny 2 was delayed. Past, they were trying to shoot for a September or a fall launch in 2016, which was I, pretty much public knowledge at this point. I mean, it's been since before Destiny right. even came out. And then, internally, they were like, yeah, we're not going to hit that. So, then, um, again, from the Kotaku article, um, they, what the hell is the fucking team called? Um... Uh, the I don't fucking remember the people inside of Bungie that are responsible for creating like the DLC events like the mm-hmm. festival of the okay. fucking cunts the, all that shit apparently they were approached by people that were high up in Bungie to develop new DLC for Destiny because Destiny 2 is being delayed now Here's the thing. They say Destiny 2 is delayed, or wherever he got that from the source, the higher-ups say that. People inside of Bungie didn't even know that Destiny was 2 was being delayed. Like, there was people working on Destiny 2 that didn't know that the game was delayed. Hmm. Okay? So this brings me to a larger overarching point that I'm trying to make, is that Bungie has been fucking vague as shit with releasing any information about these. They've been pretty much quiet. Well... About what? The new DLC? About DLC or any kind of further plan for... The future of Destiny in general. Yeah. I agree with that. And then also, they internally are not communicating well either. There's people that are putting out statements. There was one, I can't remember the name of the guy, but I'm talking about as far as their PvP um, algorithm, whatever it is, that they said that they didn't change it, but then it turns out that they did change it, and the guy that released the statement that said that they they didn't change it didn't know that they actually did change it. Mm -hmm. I think that was an issue. There was like a gun. Just confused that, me. They had a gun that was balanced, or it was debalanced or something, and it was way more powerful than they said in a patch. 
and then they had to go back and oh we didn't it's wrong and this is wrong this is wrong and it's like who's wrong what's right is the gun better than it's supposed to be or is it fine like you guys release the stats of the gun and it's not right it's doing way more damage than you're saying it is yeah and then there's another thing that they silently released you know those fucking what were the the coins called that you can get like um you know uh oh, silver visual leaders? shit or whatever yeah it was like a different currency yeah where that was just supposed to be for like you know emotes ex- yeah external things yeah. um they silent released that currency that will work with level boosts too. Yeah, that's out now. That just showed up. They didn't tell anybody, it's, and they uh, said that they wouldn't do that. Well, what it is is, uh, if you remember, you probably don't know what I'm talking about, but Josh, no. Taken King, when you got the Taken King, it came with one one item that allowed you to boost one character to level 25. Correct. That's what it is. You can buy them now. That's fucking. And cool. so you can play the Taken King on any character right away. So this brings me to another point that I was thinking of. Besides Bungie being fucking cucks right now, personally, do we think it has anything to do with Activision publishing Destiny and having their fucking meaty claws on <laughs> Bungie? Because we know Activision is fucking run by shills that, you know, and they're also publicly traded and they're fucking stupid and they're fucking like. Subject to shareholder pressure? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think Bungie are cool, those guys are awesome. Uh, I don't think that they want to do all this, but if they wanted to put out this game, they need to work with Activision, and unfortunately, I believe that this is all Activision's fault. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, if we think about it, Destiny is kind of a, um, it's a unique, like, overall concept, because it's not really an MMO, but it has MMO elements, but it also is a story-based kind of game with, like, regular, like, multiplayer matchmaking, and they said that, hey, we're going to you know, do two DLC packs and then one big DLC pack and then we want to fucking be, make it annually or we want to do this and that and that. And I think they realized and they're like, oh. A little and over our head. I would yeah. like to further back my point. Uh, another game made by Activision, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 has uh, crypto keys, which are mm-hmm. microtransaction currency. And that just furthers my point that Activision has their big meaty claws gripped on Bungie. Yeah. Now, do I mind that Destiny 2 is getting delayed? Not at all. Because there's so many problems that people have with Destiny 1, and I feel like they could be being taken care of no. here. Whatever their idea was for Destiny 2, and I'm thinking it's probably pretty similar to the first one, mm-hmm. you need to take that, you throw it away, and you start again. Because Destiny 2 needs to be what Destiny 1 should have been and not be a fucking cuck of a game in a lot of aspects. It was a good game, but it was also hollow. Does that make sense? Does yeah. Make sense to you? It was a shallow fucking game. It was like a dumb fucking blonde broad, nice looking on the outside, but there's nothing fucking ticking around on the inside. All right? No, I hear you. Uh, De- I had a lot of fun with Destiny One. I say that I stick up for it every chance I get. I- but there are problems with the game. A lot of problems with the game and with the grind city. That is true. There's nothing you can do to fix that. The game is a grind fest. Do I like how they have the the PvP separated from the PVE? Yes. Yeah. Do I like the PVE itself? Yes. Do I want to play with more of my friends in PvE? Yes. Do I want to be able to matchmake with a raid so I don't need six of my or five of my friends on at the same time to play it? Yes. That's these are my complaints and these are the things I want fixed. Do I wish that there was, you know, more balancing with the weapons? Yes. Do I wish there was more balancing with the subclasses? Yes. Do I wish that the game was more open world for each area you were in in PvE? Hell yes. Would I like an open world destiny? Where it's like a planet-sized, each planet is like planet-sized. Like a No Man's Sky distance. Yeah, but I'm not saying it needs to be that way. (coughs) But let's see bigger maps, you know what I mean? Like, the areas were shallow as hell in Destiny 1. Yeah, I told you. It's a fucking dumb blonde. But the game is good and has good mechanics. The gunplay is great. 
I've never had an issue getting into a game ever. Never ever have I had matchmaking issues in this. No, you're right. Do they The servers are solid. They are. And was it broken though, either? Yeah, they were. It was not. Um what was I going to say? Uh, they Honestly, the things that they're doing right now with the game, with the tower, where they're like, you know, dressing it up real nice for different holidays and stuff like that, that is slick, and more games need to do stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I like that. So they're doing they're doing good right now, but they're also balancing that by putting in shitty microtransactions yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. By the way, it's called the live team with Inside Bungie that does those little things that I couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you because that's that's the thing. Like we always had about four people to play, right? So if we wanted to play PVE together, we couldn't because you can only have a fire team of three people. Well, yeah, but because that strikes and stuff like that, right? Three yeah. people. Yeah. But if we want to do a raid, you, you need, need six. six people. But we don't. We don't have six people. But you can't match make to get other people because it's fucking stupid. I understand. Yeah, that's weird. I understand where I they're coming that, from because it's like a puzzle the raid and it's tough yeah. you know that it's tough but we're literally like we were like literally stuck in a fucking little ball that we couldn't get out of we couldn't fucking play this and we couldn't play this so what we had to do fucking play yeah. matchmaking multiplayer no, I, I understand what you're saying crucible so <clears throat> basically the raids you need six people to play them it's a huge puzzle and they don't want you to just hook up with someone random because you won't be able to succeed without talking to them right you know Mike. But nine times out of ten, if you ask somebody in the tower, they're like, yeah, fucking yeah, dude, let's go. Put them, they get in the party anyway, so just do matchmaking. Yeah. And make it like you have to be in game chat or something. There well, you go. That also, sounds like an easy fix, also, doesn't it? I don't think game chat was in the game until slightly <clears throat> after the game's release. Well, that's fucking stupid. That's another thing. Um, maybe they could fix this by Destiny 2. In Destiny 2, they make the raid system a little bit different, and the raid tra like, transforms or changes depending on how many players you have in your team. You could play it with two people. You can solo it if you want. They could change it, make it smaller, make the enemy count lower. You know what I mean? Do something like that. Okay. Dynamic difficulty. Good point. They could have done that. They could have, but they didn't. Because they have guys that sit there that design these raids, and they meticulously put everything where it needs to go. Yeah. Imagine them being locked into a room. They probably are. It's one dude <laughs> like who designs the puzzles. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's insane. Because those are insane. They're fucking ridiculous. Crota's End was not too bad. No. That's the only one we beat. We beat that. They're still fucking hard, and it took us a while, a few nights to try. But it was not bad. But we'll, what was the even the first raid was fucking ridiculous. We dude. got to the last boss and couldn't beat him. Yeah, we could not. So same thing with the fucking. We didn't have enough people. <clears throat> the King's Fall one. Yeah. King's Fall was Fuck that one. Yeah. So, but I wish you played Destiny more, Steven. especially for like the raids and stuff. Yeah, got to level six, and then I just, I don't know, just, <laughs> I just, I'm like, all right, let's get back to this later, and later is to still to be determined. Right. But if I may just add one yeah, observation from afar, um, I don't remember, kind of, kind of back to what Brett was saying, there's no, we have no real proof that, like, it's Activision to oh, blame I've, chiefly, no, no, right? no, 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 no. But, I don't remember this drama happening when Bungie was with Microsoft and making Halo games. Mm -hmm. Nope. Um, and I believe there was some drama slash turmoil around the first Destiny, like the script, right? It was completely rewritten. Yeah. Like a month before it yeah. came out. And then also like the house, like the house of wolves and fucking wow, Dark Below. Were <laughs> house of wolves more so was rewritten and fucking changed. Like when it was already out, it was fucking changed. Yeah. And they retroactively took away Peter Dinklage's yeah. voice here. Um, <laughs> that was in the Taken King. I'm yeah. sorry, but Nolan North, I did not like you as Ghost. I like Peter Dinklage. Keep it fucking OG, all right? I would like to say, Stephen, um, to 
further your point that the story for the Taken King was phenomenal. It was. It was great. It was great. It's good. But they rewrote that several times. But the, here's the thing: it got more time. Yeah. I the, what I'm saying is the story for Destiny one was just shallow, and you did this, you did that, you did this. There was yeah. no character. In House of Wolves is bad. Yeah, they did it to get the game out, and then they're like, let's invest our narrative resources into this big expansion yeah. that we had planned anyway. Like for example, there's these three guys in the tower. They're vanguards. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Lord Shax and all them. Yeah. They Lord Shax, such... Lord Cax, and Mrs. Fucking Dex. Yeah. They had more of a a part in the DLCs. Yes. And it made you actually, like, when you saw them in the tower, you were like, yo, what's up? Like, you yeah, actually... Huge in the Taken King. Yeah. Huge. Which was nice. And in the other, in the base game, who the fuck are you these You didn't people? know who the fuck they were. Vanguard, what the fuck's that? They're gonna fucking suck my butt? You don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's that. That was me further Oh, here. and one other thing. They, I know, they used to keep, like, a heavy blog presence. Yeah, they don't. With anymore. Halo. And now they don't. So... I think that just furthers like an Activision type of more vision. I don't really know, but I mean, and we like other games could be like could go through these rewrites all the time, and we just don't know because Jason Schreier has a source in Bungie true. or Activision that like gives him this intel because he like Happy he was though. the one who like who like reported on the rewrite of the script. He who reported on like the content of the taking. Yeah, game, yeah. Like a week and a half before it was officially announced before yeah. E three. Well, he's actually a good journalist Shit. for Kotaku. Yeah. there's not a lot of them. Yeah, no, he's. I think in the industry, he's one of the. Oh better. yeah. Like he get he knows his sources. Yeah. And well, that's a whole that. other thing we get into about yeah. fucking gaming journalism. How that's fucking taking a fucking shit down the toilet. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a topic a... for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say one more thing. If you haven't seen the concept art for Destiny. Look at it, because if that is what the game turned out to be... It's better than the actual game. Fucking awesome. <laughs> now you got me curious. Dude. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Homework assignment for me. That's yeah. what I don't understand, because they had, like, ridiculous, like, fucking mounds of concept art that was fucking awesome, but they used the same fucking enemies over and over again. At first, the game started off as, like, a castle medieval very Ooh, kind of game, and then they damn. mixed it with space, and your characters had these, like, medieval-looking outfits and stuff like that. Um, which is kind of in the base game, especially in the Taken King and stuff like that. The more armor they would release, it yeah, yeah, more, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's just sick, dude. Snow battles and stuff like that. There's a, there's a spider tank walking in the snow and stuff like that. So very Star Wars. Well, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very Star. You're Wars right. Ass. Very Star Wars. Mm. Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough about Destiny. It's not. I don't care about it anymore. I'm done with it. Oh yeah, I forgot about Peter Dinklage there. <laughs> not Nolan right. North. No, fuck Nolan North. In Destiny. Well, this actually is Peter Dinklage. There's no yeah, I know. That, that one's this Peter is Peter Dinklage. No, and that character in the game should still be Peter Dinklage, and it's not. Yeah. Why? Why did they fucking change it? What, he, what did people say? He was, like, too fucking monotone? Mm-hmm. I think he was perfect, all right? That wizard's from the moon. He's a robot. We've been there from fucking alpha day one with that, all right? Fucking bring him back. Hashtag bring back Peter Dinklage and fuck Bungie and Activision the ass. All right. Rise of the Tomb Raider game developer has left... For Infinity Ward. His name is Brian Horton. Sounds familiar. He was the game developer. Horton Here's Here's a Who. Oh, Horton Here's a Who. Yeah. But yeah, no. He was the game director for Rise of the Tomb Raider. And then he was also lead uh, uh, something artist for the regular Tomb Raider. The PS4 one? Yeah. PS3, PS3, Xbox. That one. The remastered. Uh, Lead guy. Lead guy for art. Um, yeah. So, um, this is huge because he's probably going to work on the next Call of Duty game. 
Which or in Infinity Ward is up to do. Ooh, good point. The Call of Duty. Or Infinity Ward is making a another game that's not Call of Duty, which would be fucking insane. I don't know if they're allowed to do that though. You're not allowed to make games. <laughs> no, Activision. It's right. active. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have the contract. No, you're right. I don't think they're allowed to do that. Activision. Hey guys, welcome to Have to Cast Activision special. But yeah. here's the thing. We with sold that. out to them. Yeah. Let me read let me read his quote because he has a nice little quote here. Mm-hmm. Um, quote After working on two amazing games, my family and I have decided to return to Southern California and start a new adventure, end quote. Great. Appreciate you. Wish you all the best. Rise of Tomb Raider was a nice game. But here's the thing. Here's what I understand why the timing doesn't make sense to me. Infinity Ward has been in developing this Call of Duty for at least two years. So the game's probably getting there. It's probably getting there. They're next, well, you said? Are you sure they're next? They're next. just went... The last Advanced one they did Warfare. was Ghost was 2013. No, Advanced Warfare. That was not Infinity War. It was Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Okay. Yeah. So you're right. That's Infinity War. Damn. They're up. Ghost the last was... one they did was fucking... <laughs> Wait, was Ghost Infinity Ward? I'm sorry if that just got on everyone. My bad. Ghost was Infinity Ward? Yeah. Shits was Looking Infinity Ward. Ghost 2. Dude, if it's Ghost 2, I'm fucking myself. <laughs> that was so bad. And they fucking had the the guy that wrote Traffic, dude. And he made a fucking shit game. He made a good movie and a shit game. All right. Um, but it doesn't make sense to me why he would be coming on, I'm assuming, in some position of importance. You know, he fucking just did a Tomb Raider game, which is being critically raved about. But so I'm not con- selling very well. No. Um, but I'm confused as to why he'd be going there now. Maybe he's doing it for another game. Maybe Infinity Ward's allowed to make another thing. Or maybe the next Call of Duty game is in fucking deep doo-doo and they need him to fucking come steer the ship into the right fucking quadrant. Maybe he was just offered an opportunity with a company that wasn't going to make games exclusively for Xbox One and sell really poorly. Yeah, well, it, it is. It's on PC this month. January 28th. And PS4 later this year? Yeah. Yep. Never. Yeah, but the money is already gone. The hype is gone. Yeah. They released the game the same day as Fallout, right? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Well, I mean, listen, I feel bad what for What are you doing? Yeah. We Fallout! About, we talked about this. I before. know, but why would you even think? That's not even... Why would that that's idea... not even the start of their problems is just Fallout. They said, oh, well, we got Battlefront this week, and we got Call of Duty this week, and we got Fallout 4. Let's put it on the same day as Fallout 4. Well, it was a tough month. Yeah, Why would you just not put it out, out later then? Because they wanted to make that money for the winter, but I, I they don't got their money from their contract with Microsoft. I don't know yeah. who fucking cut that situation more. If it was Microsoft, it was fucking probably Microsoft. It wasn't Crystal Dynamic, or if it was fucking Square Dickix. Is that who did it? Square, yeah, because they bought yeah. Idios or Edios, yeah. which owns the Tomb Raider, yeah, Daysex IPs. But regardless. So I mean, what do you got? Why do you think he's going there now? I mean, that game's just to work on their next game. But that maybe the Call of Duty that they're doing right now is in fucking deep shit. Possibility could be. I gave my reason why I think. I think that they're doing another game besides Call of Duty. Well, no, that first of all, that second off, I think that he was just really hurt by the. Oh yeah. Well, the the wording of the statement sounded like returning to SoCal. Uh, Returning to Southern California and starting an adventure. So he's just comfortable there. I don't. Do you guys know where Crystal Dynamics Studio is? Not at all. No. Is it in the United States? It might, it might be, be in Canada. Canada. It might be in Canada. Now I'm, I'm curious. Sure. Me. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for him. I would not want to be fucking there. Well, I'm sure. No, I'm sure his work situation was fine. I just think he might have an opportunity to work on a bigger title or like yeah, uh, get a promo. Maybe it'll be a promotion. All of Duty is big bucks. They always make the money. Yeah, yeah. But if they can get somebody with like. 
See, here's the thing. A Treyarch is very good. Redwood at City, California. Okay. California's a big state, but... Yeah. Based in the San Francisco Bay Area. Where's Infinity? I hold this thought. I gotta do some investigation here. All right, go for it. Um, I'm going to Jason, Jason Schreier mode right now. <laughs> Jason Schreier mode. All right. Um, L. A. So L. A. and San Fran. Okay. They're, uh, I don't know, three hours apart by driving or something. Maybe. I'm returning three hours away. It, I think he just. Saw a better opportunity and just took it. I don't think yeah. there's True. much to read but, to other than that. As far as, as, far as Carl, Call of Duty goes, Treyarch's Carl their own... Call of Duty. Carl <laughs> Duty! <laughs> Treyarch is their own beast. They are fucking... Yeah. They do their own thing. They're fucking weird. They're trippy. And they make their stories, which are very different than other Call of Duties. Definitely. Now, Infinity Ward did a nice job with MW1, 2, and 3. But, but every they other... shut down, didn't they? Infinity War? Yeah, didn't. Infinity After War. that. Well, they fired everybody, right? Yeah, yeah they got the, rid of the heads went to other studios. Yeah, they, did some, they did some restructuring, if Titan you will. Fall. Yeah, there you go. AKA Titanfall. But other Call of Duties are sometimes I, I feel lack a sense of direction, if that makes sense. Like, good direction. So if they can have this guy who is fucking obviously well grounded and knows what he's doing and can make a fucking good game, like an actual game, not the Call of Duty games, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, not an annualized, like, fucking cuck fest who knows maybe that's why maybe add some spice to it yeah just fucking kick it up a notch fucking emerald lagasse alright bam sorry <laughs> dude the fucking gif of how to scare a fucking what was it how to scare a conservative if you're Bernie Sanders oh. socialism dude that gif was fucking great yeah uh, <laughs> you good over there yeah I was just making sure we're still recording alright um, all right, next topic, NX. Got some NX news. Now, all everything that I'm going to be talking about and bringing up comes from a source, a Mr. Takashi Mochizuki, who works for the Wall Street Journal. If you don't know who he is, he's a very well-revealed... Revealed? Revered. Revealed, revered. He's a good journalist. So, NX. Maybe capable of working with PS4, Xbox One, smartphones, and PC. But wait, there's more. Did you say Xbox One and <coughs> PS4? I did. Apparently, um, again from you know the same source, uh, GFK, who is a Nintendo affiliate, has said that the NX would be capable of 4K 60fps streaming. Okay. And that apparently <clears throat> comes from, um, well, as far as the console will run, though, sorry, I just fucked that all up. The console itself, the NX itself, will run at 900p, you know, native resolution by itself. And the consoles will upscale it, and I don't know, like, PC would be able to stream 4K, not consoles, and then 60fps streaming. So the thing about, uh, you know, the console being able to talk with the PS3, PS4, Xbox One, PC smartphones comes from... David Gibson, who's the head of research at Macquarie Capital Services Secure Services? I fucking don't even know what I wrote there. Security. Securities. Thank you. Yeah. Securities. Macquarie Capital Security. <clears throat> Thank you. In Japan, who is another, you know, they're affiliated with Nintendo. So that's all I have. There you go. You do with that what you will. Well, let's Steven go ahead. So I'm the uh, noted Nintendo <clears throat> drone here. Not really. I just like their games. Okay, so yeah, really. I've been following the I go on NeoGAF 
quite often. Yeah. And every, like, Nintendo NX thread gets fucking tons of replies because, mm-hmm. like, we there's no info out there. So any potential leak, like, people jump, jump on that to, like, give their input and everything. Yeah. And there's some, like, detectives that go on these fucking boards, right? And so, so the GFK... Both, essentially, both of these rumors in one way have been kind of debunked. And I'll okay. get into what I at least took away from like what these people said and the rationale. So the GFK survey, first of all, I have the I have the page up here. There's a sur- So let me rattle off the quick bullet points here. Um, so under Nintendo NX is a border. It says exclusive game franchises featuring Mario Zelda Donkey Kong and more. Connect with other Nintendo players around the world via Nintendo Network. Okay. Gameplay flow between NX console and NX handheld. Which we've kind of heard about before. Yeah, that, that's, that was reported by that same Wall Street yeah. Journal reporter. Yeah. Takashi Machizuki. Yeah. I like who that I name. follow on Twitter, and he's getting yeah. useful he's a very juicy good tips. He, he has juicy sources in the Japanese tips. game industry. Um, earn and share gaming achievements, triumphs, and defeats with your gaming friends and the Nintendo gaming community. Did you say Again, earn and share gaming achievements? Yes. Hmm. Trophies. That's what I said before that they need. Yeah, let me elaborate on all this in a second. Surf the web or make video calls on your TV. Wii U can do that. Skype. Right? Yeah. Yes. Support 4K slash 60 FPS video streaming. A lot of people were like, whoa, 4K with a console. All right, and the last bullet under here, gameplay graphics at 900p slash 60 frames per second. And then there's another heading, what's in the box? Now, this, I think, would have debunked it for me right away. Mm. But then again... You can't really predict Nintendo because they're fucking weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> in the box, Nintendo NX console, sensor bar, hmm. game controller, and HDMI cable. No power cord. Yeah, so that was one reason. But, so the GFK, this is all a marketing survey, and it's more of like, right. what if you could see... Yeah, I'm sorry, console. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, right. well, that was like, no one knew that at first. Oh. Okay. And this was actually sourced by, not that, not Mr... Machizuki. Machizuki. His source, David Gibson. Yeah, that is the PS4 PC mobile connection. This was leaked by someone named Liam Robertson, who in the past worked with Unseen 64, which they're known for like canceled games. They will publish like documentation Mm. and videos and like graphic art that they've gotten from the studios. Like there's a Kid Icarus game that was canceled, made be made by Factor Five, who made the great Star Wars Rogue Squadron games on GameCube and they made that game layer on PS3 which flopped and from there they pretty much shut their doors um which is a cool concept by the way looking back on it Mm -hmm. fucking dragons PvP dragons flying around shit Mm -hmm. and so he leaked this and so it's a legit document and GFK I think officially commented saying that essentially commented by saying no comment they can't confirm or deny anything yeah so like, and a lot of people were pointing out, like, why would Nintendo, like, outsource, like, marketing research? And, like, if they were doing this by now, like, the console wouldn't be out this year. Like, you do this stuff way in advance and everything like yeah. that. So, I don't put much in this to, into this. And a lot of people were, like, bitching, and probably rightfully so, about, like, the supposed lock of, like, 900p, yeah. 60 frames per second. Because their Wii U games, like, go 1080, 60, like, Smash Brothers does that. I believe Mario Kart does 1080, 60. Yeah, I think so. Um... But the and so on and so forth. So like they games like scale all the time on every console. Yeah. But like I wonder if that just means like the more native resolution because Xbox One primarily is nine hundred P. Yeah. And there's a separate rumor of a couple months ago that the console would be as strong as Xbox One. Mm. So 
Maybe there's a link there. I don't think there is. But here's, like, that doesn't make any fucking bit of, not even the smallest inkling of sense for Nintendo to do. Why? 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 Yeah, so that's why I think this is all, like, what would you like to see? And I think there there was, this is a multi-page document, and and the questions were worded, like, would you like to see this? Would you like to see, like, gaming achievements and stuff? Mm -hmm. Would you like to see, like, these types of online connectivities and these hardware features? So the only one that I would... Not almost guaranteed, but, like, the whole handheld and console thing. This has been rumored for a while. There's a lot of, like... Yeah. The, the reports from the, the Wall Street Journal report. Yeah, and there all, are others all, as well. All of the, the patents they were filing yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. I've been hearing sold separately, and this kind of clarifies oh, that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah. The, the handheld's going to be sold It won't be a hybrid, from... because Iwata has said in the past, before he died, like, it won't be a hybrid. Uh-huh. He wants it to be, like, a family of systems, like, brothers and everything. And so it's stuff basically like, like a 3DS that talks to your Wii U a little a little better. Yeah, kind of. Honestly, like, and they're not wrong. Like, taking like some of what Sony has with the Vita and PS4 and PS3, mm-hmm. and like, kind of like making their own twist on it. And like, Nintendo's more established in the handheld market. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just some of the they could clearly learn things from Sony as well as like Apple. I think, which is what yeah. I think they're trying to emulate the most. And yeah. You ought to talk about like Apple and Android specifically, like this. The architecture is like a unified across all platforms. Yeah. And so that's what they're trying Here, to do. Here's my other viewpoint on this, right? I don't care. Okay. When Nintendo's ready to tell us what they have, they will tell us what they have. Mm-hmm. And they will show it. And they will have a fucking direct conference or whatever for it. And that'll be it. Definitely. That's yeah. It. Obviously. That's, that's where I am with this. There's so much fucking shit out there. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, the patents are the patents, and you can look at the yeah, patents. Yeah, patents can be anything. But people fucking file patents all the time and don't fucking use them. They just do yeah. it because they're like, oh, Sony, hey, what if we want to do Sony this? Sony tried to trademark the term Let's Play. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's a that. separate thing, but... That's fucking... That's... Well, that was... I think that was for marketing purposes, not for <laughs> them trying to make money off people saying Let's Play on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But... And so now I'll comment briefly on the Macquarie thing, which oh, was from yeah, the Wall yeah. Street Journal, which was reeling it via this other report. Mm-hmm. And so that was... When people looked, I didn't myself look at the actual source, so I regrettably have to say that. But from what I, people have read, the whole connectivity with other things was more like conjecture and wasn't, there was no nothing really firm. It wasn't like a source has told me that there is capability to connect to like other consoles and everything like yeah. that. Um, and maybe like the mobile and PC thing is like when they announced their mobile games, that's when they Iwata announced NX. So like, no, not everyone thought, oh, Nintendo, they're just going to make mobile games now. They're not going to make consoles and stuff. Gotcha. So, And there was, like, this little, like, bubble of, like, systems and stuff. So there was mobile, there was 3DS, there was Wii U, there was NX, and there was PC. So mm. I think that might just have to do more with, like, their Nintendo account. I don't know if it means, like, yeah. hey, if you don't buy our hardware, you can still play our games if you, like, pay for a service well, or something. I can see them doing that. Maybe something along the eye, along the lines Along the lines of like um, like an origin or like a Steam yeah, type that's what thing I thought. Yeah, where you yeah. could play you know their games on yeah. the PC, mm-hmm. PlayStation Now. Yeah, something like that. Where you could stream Wii game or Nintendo games on your mm-hmm. PS4. Yeah, yeah, probably not. What if they did yeah. that in an app? I, yeah, but I don't think not initially. I don't think Sony nor Microsoft would allow that. Really? I don't know. I think they once they, they get they money from it, if they get some exclusive the exclusivity thing. Yeah. All right, but let me. This is an article in, in Nintendo Life regarding McQuery securities. McQuery report believes a competitively priced NX Portable could launch this year. 
quote, console partner device, unquote, in 2017. And then the subheadings. The whole works with PS4 thing is random and unlikely, though. And so just kind of skimming through this. Um, so they moved up the release, their projected release date from November of 2017 to November 2016. Mm-hmm. It's for the handheld. I guess it's for the hand. I think that is for the handheld. And then there'd be a console that comes out. 2017. In twenty seven. So the we'll see the handheld before the console. Mm-hmm. So which is cool. Hey, let me read it's this. It's cheaper to make. Yeah, the report gets interesting with its assertion that the portable aspect of NX will come first in that November window and be competitively priced at around two hundred dollars. That's with, not bad. With Nintendo having learnt from the era of its launch three DS price in twenty eleven. How much was that? Two fifty. For you know, it was they they sacrificed money to put towards the three D screen, which I don't fucking use. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was not as well powered and they're like there were room like there's always these rumors of like these like nvidia was going to make the gpu in 3ds and then that they if something happened and it, they didn't make it and it was by i don't know i guess amd makes every console chips but i don't know who made yeah. the 3ds's um but it was going to be nvidia and now it wasn't um so and there's been rumors of the dev kits are out there apparently the third parties like them but they said yeah. that about wii u and wii u has no third party support because of Partly because the sales and other decisions Nintendo made with just building the console itself. Which is just nuts. Mm-hmm. It then expects a console partner device in 2017 and points to potential AR features based, again, on patents. So the 3DS kind of has that with the little cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get them with your 3DS and you go on the camera and the little Mario or Zelda you or Kirby show. You use about five show. minutes and then you throw it away. And yeah. Never I, touch it again. Yeah, I have them somewhere in my fucking room. So this is... So this is kind of what the status is of the NX according to this McQuarrie like mm-hmm. forecasting company. So I think there's feasibility to that. Um, there's been reports that like Foxconn is manufacturing the NX already, and I think we talked about this really? last time I was here. Like they expect to ship like 20 million units in the first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's those are definitely handheld numbers, unless it was handheld and console the same year which yeah. I so this was so th- let me build this off something else real quick I don't want to keep taking too long no um, take your time so today hot off the presses that gentleman Liam Robertson yeah. who leaked this GFK survey along with someone named Emily Rogers on Twitter and there was one other person as a NeoGAF user and the name is escaping me but these three people have a source that said there's an unannounced first party Wii U game that like it hasn't been delayed it's not like a small indie game it's not in like development hell or anything it just hasn't been announced and on monday for some reason they want to wait till monday they they said they want to like reaffirm what their sources have told them and they said monday they have... after we record this like this yeah monday. Okay. yeah this coming, this monday, coming monday, monday so i don't know the date 25th maybe i think 25th is a monday 20th was set three yeah you're right yeah. 25th. Okay, so the 25th they said they're gonna like reveal what they know so and they said it's an unannounced game it the game has fans it's not like a spin-off, like, mini-game, okay. po- party-game bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So... You want to speculate? I thought... So I was reading some replies on the gaff thread, and I'm like... And I remember, like, Miyamoto said, Pikmin 4 is almost done. Mm-hmm. But he Pikmin 4 is technically not unannounced because he said something mm-hmm. about it. But it hasn't been officially announced. There was always rumors about a Paper Mario game, which would be fucking awesome. <sighs> oh, on Wii dude. U. But those, 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 are, those are always fake rumors, like 4chan threads, like, mm-hmm. Nintendo's E3 is going to have Paper Mario by Intelligent Systems or anything. So I don't know what it's going to be. I have a guess. Animal Crossing. 
I that I heard was a good guess as well. An like actual a Animal Crossing? Yeah, like a legit one. Not like the fucking turd that they put out? Mm-hmm. Not Amiibo Festival. Yeah. yeah not or true. Happy Home Designer Decor. I heard that was okay for what it was, but then I heard the board game was just fucking awful. I didn't get either. Um, so, I'm not sh- So, I'm looking at the Wii U lo- lineup for this year. Yeah. They have Star Fox, which yeah. the polish, it might be from like not very good to okay, maybe. We don't really know. It's okay, boss. Yeah, I would say maybe an okay at best. It's not going to sell, it's right? Good. So that's Star Fox in April, which they reaffirmed. There were rumors it would be delayed to July. Nintendo of America at least reaffirmed April. No, that's we have the Zelda game. They say 2016. I still think it's going to be Wii U and NX games. Yes. But it'll be out on Wii U first, maybe. Holiday this year. We have Shin Megami Cross Fire Emblem. Yeah. Out in Japan already. It'll be localized and kind of this year. That. Yeah, that looks like a cool dungeon crawler. I heard it wasn't selling very well, but it got good reviews in Japan. Um, we have this un- we have this unannounced game. I don't think there's any more big first party ones. I don't know if I'm so, forgetting any. So then, looking at it from like a real life perspective here, it could be Metroid. That would be fucking. It awesome. could be Animal Crossing. I would say an Animal Crossing. I I don't think a lot of people are like oh Retro Studios is game. I think that would be on NX. That would be an optimal one because that's a talented second party studio that they yeah. have. Um, God, I hope not another Donkey Kong side scroller though. Yeah. That would crush my hopes and dreams. They just put out Tropical Freeze, right? Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah. Which is it's hard, but it's good. Um Tropical so, so I'm thinking like they have some games they don't have announced. So could the could the Wii U stick it out through twenty sixteen, which was another rumor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you I think you guys reported on. Or not reported on, but you mentioned it on the podcast I believe, before. I believe yeah. you did. Um so would the handheld come out? In the fall, and the Wii U, they stick out with the Wii U for the whole year. And then 2017, like maybe early 2017, they're like, let's they bring the did. console out. That would bring back validity to the statement where Nintendo said that Wii U will still be their main home console mm. in 2016. Yeah, good point. I, I'm 100 in that boat. I think that the NX home console will be 2017, which kind of worries me about how it would do. But unless it's early 2017, where like, you know, the low, like even the software lulls kind of been yeah. small. They could do that. Or, so I think they're going to have a direct very soon because there's a supposed unannounced game. They said they would talk about NX this year. And they need release dates. If, right? if it comes out this year, they need to talk about it like in February. Like they need soon. to do it in the next couple weeks, yeah. next few weeks, next month, I would say. Um, because I believe PS4 and Xbox One were revealed kind of around then, right? They had yeah. their own events. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. There were all the rumors that the handheld would be out in the summer. So I, I, this isn't a pattern of theirs, but they could do brief reveal February, E3, or close to E3 in the summer. They reveal the handheld and console, how they work. They say, all right, the handheld will be out really soon. And then in the fall, they have the console. And this is like a big year for them. Or they're like, we, they roll it out slower, and they're like, the console will be out early next year. Yeah. The handheld will be out this year. And I don't know, games you buy on the handheld, you can play on our console right away. You don't have to worry about all that shit. So, I don't know. It's a lot of conjecture. No one really knows yeah. anything, but uh, that's my rant. I'd have to hear something soon, though, I'm assuming. Yeah, because the rumors keep coming, and like yeah. people's hype like will get too high, and only to be disappointed. Yeah. But the rumor we'll mill meal, the rumor mill is going to keep on churning the dookie butter unless they say something about yeah. it. Yeah. I think they, I think February is the perfect time. Yeah, I think that'll be the month, because that's, it's kinda and slow. it's kind of unrelated, but... The final Smash character, final Smash DLC. <laughs> <laughs> that was the chair. 
That was the chair. It was no, the it chair. wasn't. It was Josh. That was, that was my Josh. ass. <laughs> I've leaned in the chair, I heard. Dude, that was loud as fuck. <laughs> my ass, dude. I'm sorry. Dude, this morning I got out of the shower, right? Like, well, number one, I fucking woke up this morning, right? And Is I'm this laying. Part of the podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was laying there and I was like, fucking, like, my fucking stomach was like, ugh. And I was like, okay. So I fucking, usually when I wake up in the morning, I go and I turn the shower on and I take a shit, right? That's just, that's my morning routine. That's what I do. I take a shit. Man, fuck the water. And anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I couldn't shit, right? So I get in the shower. And then when I get out of you the shit, right in the shower. <laughs> no. It's a slot. No. The warm water loosened yeah. your. But when I got out of the shower, like literally, like, when I stood, stepped out of the shower, fucking, I released the loudest <laughs> fart I've ever had in my entire life, dude. And it was awful. And I was like, I have to shit <laughs> now. And then I did. So it was like, the shower helped me shit this morning as my fucking laxative. Did you, did you take another shower? No. Final Smash DLC is Josh's shit. Yeah, that's so, the hidden character. So you know, anyway. Bayonetta and Corin will be out in February. <laughs> they already know that, but the direct maybe Wait. there's a direct where they're like, "It's out now, and we have info on mm. Smash NX." No, I'm kidding. I don't. I don't fucking know. But they just announced the concept, and I would like some Wii yeah. U backwards compatibility. <sighs> that could be a whole other topic. I'm kind of of the opinion like. You got to do it the way Microsoft is doing it, or yeah. you're held back again because the architecture. I don't know much about it, but I know more than I used to. It's Power PC. It's old. It costs them money because IBM doesn't fucking make it anymore, and they do it to build off the Wii, which is built yeah. off the GameCube. Like it's all, it's not the same architecture, I guess, it's, but like it's that cool. Like it's not, it. it's not like x86, which is the PS4 and the Xbox mm -hmm. One now, which is standard for PC. So like, it's like if, you, if you do Power PC, it's going to make it harder to do. That's a good point, Brett. It's like Legos. Yeah. You gotta fit them together still somehow. Yeah. But, Every, everyone jokes like to oh, so the NX is gonna be down. the NX is gonna be twelve GameCubes taped together or something. It'd be, it'd be sweet if they had GameCube compatibility. Because even the Wii and the Wii U don't have that. The Wii did. I want a GameCube. The old Wii, yeah. I want a GameCube. Yeah. yeah I have one. I want to. I want to play some games on it. A lot it was a lot of good games. That was like you could say their last truly hardcore system. Wii was obviously went for the casual market. And Wii U, they tried to split it probably leans more towards hardcore based off the people who bought it like casual people yeah. did not buy Wii U's but but yeah that was yeah so didn't work anyway. out but yeah interesting year so I'm always excited for Nintendo news so we'll keep it up to date I mean we've we've literally covered I mean I think almost every single piece of NX news on this podcast yeah we've yeah. tried to we've tried to and we've it's big it's gonna be big yeah. and we talked about it in our mm -hmm. consoles discussion that it's yeah, yeah. gonna be big yeah. alright so one little fucking Last bit, right? Topic I want to throw in before we get to our closing thing oh. that we're going to talk about. Oh, shit. Kojima. Hideo Kojima-san. World Tour. Yeah. Kojima World Tour 2016. Has visited with, and he's going on this trip with Mark Cerny, who is the, architecture, the architect for the PS4. Um, Knack as well. Yeah. The critically acclaimed Knack game. Knack. All right. <clears throat> um, he has a Twitter account, by the way. Yeah. Show him some Mark Cerny? Yeah. He just made one. Go follow him. I don't know how he's at. At Mark Cerny. Just look up, just look up Mark Cerny. <laughs> He'll be there. And make sure you throw in a hashtag HaptoGintel send me or HaptoGintel to, to tell him what's up. Yeah. Try to get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Cerny! He's coming on. I like Mark Cerny. Next up, the world tour. Fucking Brett's <laughs> <laughs> house. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, so the reason I bring this up is because he is doing this to... 
I know, he's going on like a fucking vision quest, I guess you want to fucking he's call it. He ideas. He wants to get ideas. So he met with J.J. Abrams. I'm assuming about the fucking slickness that was The Force Awakens and some of the tech that they used on that, which Three PO's arm. I forgot to he mention. Yeah. The red arm. Sorry. I forgot to mention. You're jerking your arm off. I forgot to mention um, that they have released an article about how they did some things in The Force Awakens with the tech. I haven't read it yet. They say we got Kojima-san and... Wow. But I read it, or I, I saved it, and I'm going to read it. And I want to read it because I'm interested. But anyway, so that's what I'm assuming you meant with J.J. about. I think him and J.J. are, like, they're, like, friends because they've been yeah. together before. I saw them when Metal Gear Solid came out. They were, like, Yeah, there's a picture together. there, and I yeah. saw it, yeah. Um, he also met with, um, he went to Sony's mocap studio in San Diego to see the tech that was used for The Last of Us and see what they did over there. And, uh, yeah, and then he also went to Sucker Punch Studios, in which both him and the head guy at Sucker Punch, I can't remember his name, they were both wearing Star Wars boxers. So, there's that. And that was reported by who? Uh, that they were wearing Star Wars boxers? Yeah, that was, no, that was on that that was was Twitter. That was I on think Twitter. Twitter just. That was on Twitter, yeah. I've seen it on Twitter. Now, now I'm curious. I'm sorry. I would like to talk about this a little bit. Yeah, I have a theory as well. I think... Now... When you, when you think of Sucker Punch, what do you think of? I think of Infamous. Think of Infamous. And Sly Pooper. And Sly Pooper. Sly Pooper. Now, so this could mean... Sly Poop Shoot. First of all, I want to say, J.J. Abrams and him meeting, I think that might just be the fact that he was in America and J.J.'s his friend. I don't think that has anything to do with his game, personally. Yeah, but maybe he's making a game with J.J. and then I'll fucking... Well, yeah, that's, that's a possibility, but what I'm saying is I don't think that's related. I think that they're friends. They yeah, stop no, I agree. I agree. Sucker Punch and the mocap studio, though, obviously games. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's moving to, he's going to be on PlayStation now exclusively. He wants to get some background of people that work with PlayStation exclusively. You know, big tech that's fucking been with PlayStation exclusively. See what it's about. See what he can work with. Get some ideas. You know, fucking suck some wings. Now, I want to point out Sly Cooper. In the picture, which we can throw up on the screen, hopefully, Josh, if I tell you to do it now, will you remember to throw it up on the screen? Josh, throw this up on the screen. Picture of Kojima at Sucker Punch at one minute and nine seconds in. <laughs> one minute? Yeah. One hour. <laughs> and I want you to do this because oh, no. in the picture, Kojima-san has a... Anyone know? A beard? Sly Cooper staff. Oh, he, had, he had the little raccoon ears, right? Yeah. Ooh, he, he retweeted a... Better Call Saul. I'm sorry. He was Kojima? Kojima? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they just released a new fucking trailer for season two of Better Call Dick. I didn't see it. My dick is calling to watch that trailer once we're done. <laughs> anyway... Kojima-san was wearing a Tanuki suit and Sucker Punch Studios. What the fuck is a Tanuki suit, my friend? Mario 3. I, he was wearing... He had the, the staff of Sly Cooper. Yeah. And that leads me to think, like, what if he's... There's two different types of games that Sucker Punch are known for. One. Infamous. infamous and two. Sly, Sly Cooper. Cooper. So what if he's making a stealth game and he wanted people from Sly Cooper to help uh. him out? What if he's making a game about powers and... Sci-fi elements of powers. Power Sony does two. have the powers fucking Yeah, show, season was... two. Directed by Hideo Kojima himself. Or the game adaptation. Yeah. Which, to tie this all together, folks, Sucker Punch made a special demo version of Infamous Second Son for the show Powers featuring characters from Powers. And it was in the show Powers. That's pretty cool. So there you go. I wonder, I wonder what Sucker Punch is doing. They're working on Infamous. They're not working Third on Third Son. No, they're not. They're doing a... They're, they have no, a game they're doing, that, a new, they're doing a new IP. Yoshida, I believe, has said he's played. Yes, he has. He said it's fun. That's what he told... Uh, Quotes. Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty. Mm. It's fun. It's fun, so, boss. 
So I'm, cool. I'm on Hideo's twi- Twitter right now. So he visited Bend. Yeah. He visited Sony Computer Entertainment America, but there's a statue of Kratos. He's next to some Nathan Drake. Who's that? Shots here. No, this one. This? Who, yeah, who's that? Oh, it's Kratos. Yeah. I think I, it's that same statue. It, it looked like a guy wearing a suit with a tie. Right yeah. There. yeah. If you just search Hideo Kojima on Twitter, the public can see this for mm-hmm. viewing. By the way, Mark Cerny's... Um, at, I guess. On yeah, Twitter handle. Yeah, Twitter handle. I'm not he's hip a, yet. He's it's, at. it's at Cerny. C-E-R-N-Y. Yeah. And he's one of the few people Kojima follows, so he can look that up too. But yeah, so he's visiting pretty much every Sony studio, so mm-hmm. my theory is he's cuddling up nice and good to them to like yeah. see how they work. And He's also trying to get ideas, I'm sure. Yeah, and they're like... He's, I think maybe he's still kind of on a break. Like he's still like putting his team together. Like, yeah, I feel like Sony is letting him do what he wants. Yeah, which I mean, it's smart to do. Yeah, they were probably just like, yeah. So here's a bunch of money. Get people you want to work with and do your thing. Yeah, and we'll see you in four or five years whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kojima is a perfect case of a guy who I have tremendous respect for, and I've never, I don't think I've ever even played one of his games. You played uh, Ground, Ground Zeroes. Zeroes. That's it. Does it play Zone of the Enders at all? No. Oh, no. I have huge respect for him. I know he makes good games, fantastic games. I just... That PT. fantastic director. PT is the only game I played that he was a part of. Or it wasn't even a game. So. It's a teaser. Uh, all right. Good. Just wanted to... Yeah. Some, like, nice little fucking dick bit. Okay, so moving into how we're going to end the show from now on. It's this topic that we did a few weeks ago. Didn't do it last week because we didn't have any. But... Unpopular opinions, something that we're mm. going to end the show with. Like we mm. begin the show with talking about games that we wanted that we're playing. Now we're going to end the show with unpopular opinions. Now unpopular opinions, gentlemen, can be opened up to whatever you want to be. It doesn't have to be strictly video games. We're going to allow it. Free range chicken. All right. Now, is it just our unpopular opinions, or do you want people to express their unpopular opinions? We can talk about it on the show. Yeah. Wanna open it to user submission. Whatever. Okay. That's fine. Because right now I don't have one, and it'd be perfect if someone oh. commented and left. I mean, we don't. Have to, it. it doesn't have to be a fucking tightly structured okay. thing. Be whatever, whatever we do. If we don't have one, maybe somebody else has one. You know, put it in the comments. Send us an email: hapticintel at gmail dot com. You know, whatever. Twitter, Twitter, fucking at Facebook. Intel, yeah. Send us snail mail to fucking. Don't send snail mail because no one does that anymore. At Fucking Red House USA. Red House USA. All right. Kojima will write back to you yeah. when he yeah. stops here. Okay. So my unpopular opinion. Either of you have one right now, or you need a minute, or if you don't have one, you go or... first. I'm probably gonna let you talk. This will be a nice. This will be all. a nice discussion. I think. No, I'm just gonna let you talk. No, I'd like you. Listen. I'd like you both to respond to this because this right. is something big. Hashtag Oscars white. Is that what it is? Oscars so white. Oscars so is. white. Let's speak about this. Okay. Tell people what it is. So. The Oscars, there's a lot of controversy around it this year that there are no... What are the Oscars? If you don't know what the Oscars are, you probably shouldn't be living, but they are awards for film, for achievement in filmmaking and acting and stuff around motion pictures. I knew that. I was just... Obviously, I knew that. I was just... Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I love the Oscars. I love movies. I love fucking sucking them off. Every year, I watch all the Oscar movies and all the films... Not just the ones that were nominated for Best Picture, but I also like to watch the ones that were, you know, whoever, if they were nominated for Best Actor or Best Actress or Supporting Actor or Supporting Actress. I don't always watch all the documentaries, only if I'm in really interested in the topic. Same thing with the um, the animations. I'll usually watch whatever one. Instead sometimes. of watching all of them. Yeah. 
But the main movies and the main actors and actresses that are nominated, I like to watch because... Yeah, and you've been. this. I know you told me you, you just got finished watching all of them, right? Yeah, I just finished watching all of them, I don't know, maybe like three or four days ago. Well, the last one I watched was... But, well, it's good that you do that because it lets you film your... Film. Let you film, Josh. It lets you uh, have your own opinions about who wins and who you think is going to win. So yeah. it's good that you do that. Yeah. And most of the times, in fact, 90% of the time, they do not match up with the Academy because they're not fucking... Yeah. Academy doesn't get it. They don't get it. They don't understand. Okay? Anyway, so uh, let me just run down quickly to give some context. So the people that are nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role, you have Brian Cranston, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Michael Fassbender, and Eddie Redmayne. I, should I say the movies that they're for, too? Not a big deal. Yeah, if, oh, okay, whatever. You don't have them, then. No, I mean, I know what they are. But Cranston's in Trumbo. Damon's in uh, fucking... The Martian, DiCaprio's in Revenant, Fastbenders and Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne was in The Danish Girl, which is actually one of my favorite. It wasn't nominated for Best Picture, mm-hmm. but it is one of my favorite of the Oscar films. It is, that is a superb film. Um, leading actress in a leading role, Kate Blanchett for fucking Carol, <laughs> Brie Larson for Room, which was good. You would like that movie. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence for Joy, Charlotte... Ren- Charlotte Rampling um, for uh, fucking, uh, oh my god. Yeah, I know them all. I'll just read. I forget. I'll read them all. I got them all. I got you. I forget what she's for. Um, and then, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Saorsi Ronin uh, oh for the god. Danish girl. She pl- Actually, she played Ava in uh, Ex Machina. Oh. Yeah, she was also pretty, in the Danish girl. Very pretty woman. Yeah. Pretty woman. And then... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Whoa. So, Reese Ronan, she is for Brooklyn. She okay. lead actress in Brooklyn. That other girl, her name is fucking Alicia Vicklander. Or Vicander. She is Best Supporting Actress for Danish Girl. Okay. And then Supporting Actor with Christian Bale, Big Shore, um, Tom Hardy, Revenant, uh, Mark Ruffalo for uh, fucking Spotlight, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies. He did a fantastic job. And then Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Supporting actress, um, Jennifer Lawrence, or Jennifer Jason Lee for Hateful Eight. Um, Rooney Mara um, for Carol. Rachel McAdams for Spotlight. Uh, Alicia Vicklander, Vicander for uh, Danish Girl. And then Kate Winslet for... Um, uh, <laughs> Kate Winslet for... Was she in? I, I can't She's a Golden enough. Globe nominee, too. See, okay, I lied. I lied badly. But the ones that I can't remember are because... 45 years? That Oh, yes, that's that it. That's Ms. it. Ms. Rampling? Yeah, yeah. Charlotte Rampling for 45 years. And then Kate Winslet, I don't fucking... I don't remember. It, whatever, it's not important. She didn't do a good job, whatever she was in, because I don't remember it. Anyway, so those are the ones. There's no one of color in there. They're all white cis males and white females. All right? White cis males. Now, cis- now that being said, aside from... Actress and supporting actress. There are a few on there that should not be there. I'm sorry, but Kate Blanchett should not be on there. Charlotte Rampling should not be on there. 45 was a great, but she should not be on there. Kate Winslet obviously shouldn't be on there if I can't. Steve Jobs. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, she shouldn't be on there. Um, yeah, Steve Jobs was not a was okay movie, but Michael Fassbender was what made that movie. Now, so I agree with all the actors on here. I really do. I think that is it's good. And the films as well, right? You the, agree with the, the films that are the, on there? There's nothing that you don't 
Is there as anything? far as nominees on there, yes, but there's one that is missing that should be number one fucking up there at the top. Number one wins the Oscar fucking hands down is Johnny Depp for fucking the fucking Black Mass or playing Whitey Bulger. The fact that he was not nominated for even a Golden Globe or this, bullshit. I'm sorry. That's his the, bullshit. His name is Whitey. And no, it's Oscar so white and he's... All right. That's why. Yeah. I'll take my leave after this. But seriously, that's... You want to fucking talk about injustice? That's that's it right there. So anyway, people are saying that there's no people of color on this list, which there's not. There isn't, and not even they're all white. None of them are even like Hispanic. Or all anything. white, all of them. The only one that's even like I mean, she's still white though, but she's like I don't know, maybe like fucking some kind of Cuban or something. Obviously not because of her name. I think she was born in Sweden. Alicia Vic and or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's like a little darker, but she might just have a tan. I don't know. But she looks, she looks, she's like, you know, she could be, you know, she goes either way. Um, but people that I think should be on there are Idris Elba for Beast of No Nation, uh, which was a, a Netflix film. I don't know if either of you saw them. It was no, good. but I heard it was good. Yeah. Um, Jason Mitchell for Straight Outta Compton. Have you guys seen Straight Outta Compton? No. I heard it was good as well. It was okay. Yeah. It's just the fucking, the context of it, I, it wasn't for me. He did a good job, though. Um... Tessa Thompson for Creed, who played opposite of uh, Michael B. What Jordan. What about Michael B. Jordan? Why isn't he I was just going to say. And then there's Michael B. Jordan, but... Mm, really? Oh you should star of the film. Yeah. He did a good job, but... Mm. No. As far as the other... You'd lead... have to put Johnny Depp on before you put yeah, him on. Yeah, all, all the other lead actors on there deserve it. Mm, yeah. But was Sylvester Stallone very good in this movie? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was phenomenal. He's winning the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. I'm sorry. And Mark Rylance is a really close second to me, who did... Um, uh, fucking Bridge of Spies, which was Spielberg, but mm, Stallone's got that in the bag. Um, Benicio del Toro for Sicario, who did a fantastic job. Sicar- I heard that movie was Sicario slick. was slick. It's made by the same guy that did Enemy and Prisoners. Hmm. Yeah, so you should watch Those that. Those are good movies. And Benicio del Toro did a slick ass job in that. He's good in everything. Yeah. Um, Oscar Isaac for Ex Machina. I mean, he was great in that movie. That's the only, that's one of the ones that I thought of. I think he was good in that movie, but should he be nominated? No. And Sam Jackson for the Hateful Eight. So out of the ones yeah. that I said, really, I only think that Sam Jackson and Idris Elba and Tessa Thompson deserve to be. Well, to be fair, uh, Hateful Eight didn't even it didn't even officially release. Recently, it did, right? Twenty sixteen. It did because the Revenant's on there. Someone did mm-hmm. bring this up in yeah. a previous video I watched or something. Yeah, but they the thing why they got on there is because they had limited releases before yeah, that's two. true. True. So that's why. But I also want to say... The, the score's nominated for April 8, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, more Coney. Yeah. I want to point out that Sam Jackson was phenomenal in it, but Sam Jackson played himself in that movie. He played... Yeah. Or he played what he plays in every movie. Um, did he do anything out of the ordinary? I don't know. When I watched it, did I think it was Sam Jackson... Okay. Yeah, but did I That's mind? Point. Did I mind that it was Sam Jackson? Not really. But the it was fucking good. he should win an Oscar. I think the script, for the delivery yeah, of that monologue. Best monologue. I was just gonna say I think the script should be a new category. I think the script was what made yeah. his performance so but, good. But he uh, also delivered it. Yeah, really I don't well. think that. I think the only nomination that he really got was for the score. Yeah, it was for yeah. Any new more Well, the best supporting actress, right? Jen. Jennifer oh, Jason. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl from the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Really? She best, yeah, she got nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Dude, she was nuts in that movie. She was. She, she was. was insane. But, yeah. She definitely she deserves to be on there. Yeah. But Kate Winslet, I'm sorry, she does not deserve to be on there. And Luna Mary did okay in that. But Kate Blanchett definitely does not deserve to be on there. And Charlotte Rampling, no. I'm sorry. So that 
I guess I could see putting those other actors and actresses, not fucking black or minority. No, those actors and actresses should be on there because of their performances. Now, people are giving this so much fucking negative context that, oh, there's no people of color. Well, guess what? Maybe they didn't deserve it. Okay? And it's a pointless argument anyway because the fucking Academy still doesn't get it. What about Will Smith in Concussion? Oh, that's another one I want to bring up. Yeah, he definitely deserves one. But out of all the other ones on this list, no. As far as leading actor, no. Absolutely not. Maybe the problem is that they shouldn't have fucking an arbitrary number like five best actors when they can go up to ten best pictures for some reason. Yeah. So some years they'll have five, others they have like nine. But Now, I'd like to throw something in. Um, Mm. There was a guy on Facebook. uh, I forget what his his name was. It's beside the point. Um, This might be a little insensitive of me to say, but I'm not necessarily saying I believe this. I'm just going to tell you what he says about this. Yeah. So tell me what you think about this. Basketball players. Yeah. They go and they, they play, and then there's these awards they give out every year, I guess. My ignorance is showing, I guess, about basketball. And unfortunately, it seems that this year, no white basketball players are going to be nominated because their performances weren't up to snuff. Should that should we go up in arms about that? No, but we can't, though, Brett. We can't, though. But that's because, just... God forbid, you go fucking reverse racism on people, or where it's still just actually racism, but God forbid you fucking say that white people are being discriminated against... I just think that it comes down to people just need to stop being so offended in general over everything. I, I guarantee you that when the fucking academy was putting out a list of nominees, they were like, "Okay, we gotta make sure no black people's on There's there, no guys. Quota. We don't, we don't, we we can't have any fucking no minorities on there. Don't put any fucking Mexicans or anything on there. No Benicio del Toro. Okay, fuck off. No, they didn't do that. Because in the past they've won and stuff like that. Like, yes, it's, it's... fucking literally twelve years of slave won. Why? Because it had to. If it didn't win, you know what? Everyone in the fucking academy would have been lynched. Okay? And that movie should not have won Best Picture. It only won because it was fucking about black people and slavery. And it would have been racist if it didn't. And that's bullshit. That was about black people. It was. It was. Did it win anything? No. Should have. I think it won screenplay. Django Unchained is. But see, that's the thing, right? There's no fucking balance. The Academy doesn't get it. Like, God forbid you don't fucking have 12 Years of Slave win because it's going to be considered racist, but then you don't fucking nominate these people. And it's Did you really think that 12 Years of Slave wasn't good? No, I think it was an excellent film. Should it have won that year? No. What else was? Do you remember what else? I don't remember. There was a movie that year that should have won over that. That was like, fucking hands down. But when was that? Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, two years ago. I have no opinion. I didn't see it. So. But here's the thing, we allow uh, discrimination and you know, fucking separation of cultures and races and stuff like that because we still leave it as an option. I I, I assure you. The only reason that people are even talking about this is because they're fucking adults that are way past our generation that are getting butthurt about it. I'm not saying there's not people, like, younger people like us that well, are I think it's there. Will Smith and his wife, or his wife mainly. Yeah, it was Jada, Jada. Smith and yeah. Spike Lee. Yeah. They're both not but going. I tell you, I tell yeah, you this. Oh, shit. From someone who lives on a college campus and I go to school with college kids, guess what? No one cares anymore on college campuses about race. About race. Yeah. Unless you're being ignorant. Okay? Which white people can be ignorant. And then you're not fucking the N-word or you're not a fucking cracker. You're ignorant. But guess what? 
when we're sitting in the fucking room and a fucking black guy walks in, we don't feel like, oh, hey, look at that fucking black guy. He's black. Fuck him, dude. Or when a fucking Mexican walks in, we're like, hey. And when I walk into a fucking group of black people, they're not like, hey, look at that fucking cracker walking. He's fucking white. Let's get him. I don't think anyone says Let's beat him up. I don't think anyone. Whatever. I don't know any fucking other derogatory term for a white person. Honky. Honky. They they wouldn't be like messing with you just because you're white. That's basically what it is. People, in this country, yeah. anyway. I know in other countries and that when they see Especially our college, generation, people that are in college, in their 20s or whatever, it's not an issue anymore. The reason it's an issue right now in fucking popular culture is because people that are older, they get fucking butthurt about anything that, God forbid, you fucking say one wrong thing that's not politically correct. They get fucking butthurt about it and blow out of proportion, and then it becomes an issue. So the reason it is an issue is because they allow it to be. And it's not. Shots fired. Okay? The people that are on here, most of them deserve to be nominated. Are there fucking girls, especially women on here, that shouldn't have been nominated? Shouldn't have been nominated? Yes. Should fucking have Tessa Thompson been nominated? Yes. But not because she's black, because she did a good fucking job in Creed. I'm done. I'm tired of hearing about it. It's bullshit. It's finished. It's over. Stop fucking looking at these fucking awards as a reason to bring up race again, and let's bring it up, uh, make it a reason to bring up why the fucking Academy sucks a cock, and the people that fucking run the Golden Globes, I don't even remember their names, fucking suck a cock because they can't take the things and the films for what they are as actual films and pieces of art, and rather just a fucking outlet for race and fucking discrimination to talk about it. I'm done. I can I, I have stuff to add, actually. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I think... In a way, you're kind of on the same page as, like, the disgruntled people like Spike Lee and Jada Smith by saying, like, the Academy's fucked up in a lot of ways, right? Because, like, their voting pool is mostly old oh, white that's, guys. No, absolutely. And so that's an institutional thing that they could fix, especially because, believe me, now this, it doesn't necessarily mean anything that the president of the Academy is a black woman. No. But it, it, I don't want to say it gives her leverage, but, like, she has room to, like, say, let's reform how people vote for yeah, these yeah, wars yeah. Well, and vote for who's pooled. Yeah. I think what you said, like, there's mediocre... I think the grievance, if you will, is, like, there was be- superior actors and actresses that were black that yeah. did not get nominated, and instead we had more mediocre performances that were white people. And I guess the... And I understand the perspective is, like, hey, like... These people did a better job, but, like, we just got pretty much fucking ignored. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I I understand where you're coming from, like, that... But ironically, like, on college campuses, they don't care, but in some some college campuses, it goes the completely well, other yeah, direction. If it's, if it's a something's fucking, way yeah. too... Like, there was this... This isn't even an unpopular opinion, but I'm going to get off topic a little bit. There was this one college that, like, they were making Asian food, and they said it was, like, cultural misappropriation because of, like, the Asian food wasn't, like... It was like they weren't making it almost Asian enough. And let me just tell you, the history is that the Asian cooks came here, like the Chinese cooks came here to like market their food to people this particular way. And so it's not misappropriating it if they're making it the same fucking way that the people were before. All right. So that was a particular issue where like even people on like the left that I follow on Twitter. Yeah. More liberal minded. They're like, hey, this is like fucking like stupid and ridiculous like why don't you care about the cooks that are like being underpaid at this fucking college but it's like a more it's a more rich like it's a private college where like the income of the students students probably higher than like 
a public university somewhere or something. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like I have a, a nice sample set. I mean, I go to a small private yeah. school. It's expensive to go there, and the people that go there are generally better off mm-hmm. for the most part. And that's surprising, because I can tell you, fucking 80% of the population on my college campus are fucking way crazy Republicans. Yeah. And they're Republicans yeah. that are young that don't give a shit. Yeah, they don't shit. give a shit about that, yeah. So that, what I'm saying is I see their point, but let's not make it a conversation about race because you keep bringing up race and fucking segregation or Sexism. fucking all that bullshit that shouldn't even be a thing anymore. There's fucking legislation in place, and the only reason it's a thing is because people, people, keep, wow, people keep fucking bitching about it and making it a thing. Let's make it a conversation about, and going back to in regards of just strictly movies, about why the Academy and why the fucking the voting groups whatever for these things are broken. They're a bunch of old fucking males that shouldn't be there anymore because they don't get it. They don't understand. They should fucking cycle them out, and maybe they'll all, like, I don't know, I can't remember what the governing body for the, um, the fucking guild. I can't remember. There, but there's a governing body for movies, like, for... It's kind of like a union for actors, and yeah, there's a union for yeah, and there's a union for lighting, and there's a union for fucking effects, and there's a union for the directors or whatever. Have people from those maybe send representatives, or maybe just representatives from them get to vote because they're in the industry and they understand, they understand meticulously each one of those aspects, and have them vote on those aspects of the film. And here's the other thing: people in the academy, not all of them even watch the fucking films that they're supposed to watch. You yeah. think they sit there like me through fucking hours and hours of film? No, they don't they don't do it and it's broken yeah so i think in a way like everyone's in agreement that it's fucked up it's just a matter of like what the conversation is and i guess not maybe not even i guess how we get there but i think the massive like pr backlash to like the selections will merit change hopefully hopefully so but that's what i'm just saying i don't like having you know race and Sex it doesn't need to be injected in everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I'd like to add on to that now. Uh, unpopular opinion. Anita, Anita Sarkeesian oh, re- released a new video um, for her series on YouTube, which, by the way, she disables the like bar and the comment section, so you can't, you can't have a say. Um, but it was women and how they're portrayed in video games and the characters okay. in the game. <laughs> and her argument that I tuned into was the butts... Of, and the curves of certain female characters in the games are shown off. But anytime it's a male, they cover it up by giving him baggy pants or by putting a satchel on his back or something like that. And I, it's funny because I went on Instagram and I saw some dude made like a meme of uh, Anita Sarkeesian and it had her quote with the, and it had like a picture of uh, Tomb Raider where the camera's adjusted right to her buttocks. And then it was a picture of Snake from Metal Gear and his butt cheeks were fucking, like, he's crawling on the ground and his butt feet are in the fucking front of the screen. So, like, she's wrong instantly right there. Like, Listen, Anita Sarkeesian um, carries absolutely no weight, not just as somebody in the gaming community, but as a human being with any half-witted um, uh, thought. No, I agree. I think that she's idiotic, and I think she's just, she likes to get attention from the things that she says and she likes to make people upset yeah. and I and I think the fact that she doesn't let people speak their mind and you know debate her on her videos yeah. is proof right there that she yeah. is just an idiot yeah. now I would and we've talked about this before on yeah, the videos that aren't well the video's not up anymore though but women yes sometimes they are you know whatever in the past uh, yeah in games 
And I would like to see more stories if it fits the developer's mm-hmm, which is what idea for the story to, with female leads. But there's so many fucking awesome ones about that. We talked about Hope from a uh, fucking Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge. And you know you have fucking Lara Croft. Yeah, the new Lara Croft. Yeah, like, those fucking the bitch, they're fucking too. badass characters that are strong female leads. Well, she so, was using scenes from Tomb Raider and saying that. Not maybe the new one, but it was the old Tomb Raiders where the camera would be just at a certain angle for every every time you would do something, it, her ass was in mm-hmm. your face. So, uh, whatever. That was just the cringeworthy time back then. I think it's miles better yeah. now. But would you would you guys agree or disagree with the fact that they go to great lengths to hide men's asses? I would disagree with that completely. Like she used never gave it a thought, to be honest with you. She used uh, Batman in Arkham Knight. Where well, he does have a cape. That's the thing. I mean, that's so. Like, so listen. Uh, so Catwoman, like every time she like moves. Oh, oh, she she definitely is like yeah. sexualized. To but is she supposed? Game. Is she supposed to be? Yes, because is that. Oh, Catwoman's she was written character. that way, yeah, yeah, back then. Now you so, can they can make a different iteration of Catwoman and make her different. She wears but, a cape. Yeah, but then she says she argues that when he moves, the cape somehow magically magnetizes to his ass. Like, you can never get a good angle. She's like, I sat there for an hour trying to see his ass, and I couldn't. Well, that's the oh, first problem. <laughs> that's the first problem. A, um, that's not a direct quote. She did say she like, tried okay. to get it. And she oh, couldn't. she didn't say an hour? Okay, good. She did say she sat there and tried, and it well, wouldn't happen. Good for her. I'm, so, I'm getting really, I don't, triggered? it doesn't merit, right it doesn't now? merit a response, her <laughs> fucking stupidity. That's why she disables the comments. That's what I wanted to say. That's ridiculous. That's a good point. Anything for you, Stephen? Are you going to hold off? I don't know. Just most of her analysis I don't agree with, but we all can agree at the same time she doesn't deserve the fucking, like, like death threats and shit. That's going a little too far, but... Yeah. No. That that should go without saying, and some people think if you don't fucking agree with them 100%, then you're against them 100%. Just because, because, you know, someone's an idiot doesn't mean they deserve to get death threats. Yeah. I also think that sometimes... Just means they're a fucking idiot. I think sometimes you can take a death threat a little seriously when it's literally just... Somebody steaming. Someone just being fucking a memer. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be played on the merits, but... Yeah. I never had one, so... (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to send you one. (laughs) Okay. Comment. I'm going to make a video video. about it. (laughs) I have no unpopular opinion. That's my unpopular opinion. I can't think of one. Well, then, say right now, uh, anyone watching this, if you'd like to submit an unpopular opinion, like Josh said, leave a comment down below. And that way, next time, if we don't have one, we'll use yours. Yeah, if my ass is on and I don't know, then I'll take yours and run with it. All right. Stephen, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm ready to get home soon before the fucking slizzard starts. Yeah, I don't even know what it's like outside. It's supposed to start earlier, but yeah, we'll see. Um, if you guys, bless all of us. thank you for tuning in. If you guys like this, make sure you leave a like, a comment, subscribe, LCS if you will. Um, yeah, and then also share with your friends if you like it. Get them to come hang out with us. This was Hapticast episode four. This is Haptic Intel's podcast. I'm Josh Toll. That's Brett Roberts. That's Stephen Hedman Street. We'll see you guys next time.